Views expressed on this program are those of the sponsors and do not necessarily reflect the views of the station. Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Incorporated, a registered broker-dealer, member FINRA and SIPC. Investment Advisor Representative, Cambridge Investment Research Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Indices mentioned are unmanaged and cannot be invested into directly. Asset allocation and diversification strategies cannot assure profit or protect against loss. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Capital Retirement Strategies and Cambridge Investment Research are not affiliated. All right. Welcome to Plan for Life Now. I am Steve Kiliani. And I'm Dave Murray. And here we are in episode number 39. Oh, boy. Dave, we're not, we're not quite close to any sort of magical 50th, 100th. No, 39. There's no appeal to it whatsoever. But I think this is an important episode. I do too. And we were debating on what to talk about, you know, looking at our extensive list of topics that we wanted to cover. And we realized we have not done a long term care episode in quite a while. Yes. So since June, you said, of last me, year. That was me looking very quickly. So if, okay. any, if any fact checkers out there, you know, don't come back and say, well, actually, <laughs> you did one in September. It's been a while. We have not done one. But. As I was thinking about this, I obviously want to spend 95% of the time talking about long-term care, but I wanted to take a step back and more broadly talk about why, you know, why do you talk about insurance? You know, aren't you guys investment guys? Don't you aren't you trying to grow people's money? Well, when you talk about financial planning, the basic <laughs> the basic charge of what you're trying to do is prepare for all different scenarios. You're trying to prepare for someone living a long time, someone dying early, someone needing care, someone getting disabled. So that's why when we're meeting with younger clients, which we don't have too many younger clients, but when we do, we're talking about life insurance and disability insurance. When we're meeting with more seasoned clients... (laughs) Is that the nice way of saying it? Uh, In this Uh, politically correct environment, it's the perfect way of saying it. (laughs) You know, people in their 50s and 60s where they don't have young children, they don't, you know, for the most part, those expenses are gone. The bigger concern, the bigger threat to their plan is long-term care. So that's why we spend much more time talking about this. Yeah, and if it wasn't such a threat, if it wasn't so prevalent, long-term care, if it didn't happen to so many people, and we'll describe what it happening means in a second, honestly, we wouldn't spend so much time dealing with it, talking about it, doing those seminars that I do, the long-term care insurance seminars, Um, except that it is a big deal, but like other, some other big deals in the financial planning community, the question is... uh, is long-term care insurance, and I don't mean for you as a buyer of it, as a consumer, for an insurance company, is it profitable? And really, for the most part, the answer to that is no. Yeah. Long-term care insurance 
has not been profitable for the life insurance companies that sell it. It's been a loser product, uh, more claims than money made. And they project out how much money they're going to make on your premium. And you look at what's going on, which we'll talk some more about in in this show. Let's get into all of that. But let's set the stage with part of the reason why we wanted to to hit this topic that we haven't talked about in whatever, eight or nine months here is you and I both spoke with a client recently, um, you know, no details on his situation, but he's dealing with a relative um, who needs round the clock care. And it's a dementia case and in-home care, the figures that he was telling us, in-home 24-hour-a-day care was costing $750 a day. Right. And that's that goes in line with the national figure and other things that I've heard, which is around 600 to $800 a day. Yeah. And I mean, you know, when, when I, you know, doing this and knowing this, I was still kind of astonished at the number because you don't always, you know, you think, oh, $23, $24 an hour. Okay. I, yeah. But when you put it together and you go, whoa, right. 750 a day. Right. Now what are you talking about per month? What Well, per $700 a day, that'd be 21000 a month. Yeah. And so- that would be about $250,000 for one year of round the clock home care. Yep. I came to $270,000 and I did the exact math there. And most people so, who've never dealt with care in their family, um, haven't really seen it, would say, wow, I that sounds like a lot, but since that'll never happen to me and I almost think you guys are making that number up, I'm not going to worry about it. But when it actually happens to you, <laughs> like this client is dealing with and so many people, you realize a couple things. A, that's an incredible amount of money that's now being sucked out of accounts, and B, 24-hour home care, for the most part, professionally done is unsustainable unless you are super rich. Yeah, and then this is why he, you know, he was looking into, for this relative, getting into a memory care facility for the low, low price of $318 a day. Right, and that and so- is, but that's, again, long-term care is becoming a story that each year, exponentially, more people my age, and I'm 56 years old, more people... 56, 60, 65 are dealing with their parents seeing this happen for the first time. If you've ever dealt with memory care, which is going to be dementia or Alzheimer's for the most part, $108,000 a year is what it costs Mm -hmm. to be in a decent place. And as I always say, you or your family member is not going to any place besides a decent place. Right. And that's what it is. It's basically, it's not the hotel system. It's not like, you know what, that sounds like great care, but is there a Hampton Inn version of that Ritz-Carlton? No. <laughs> it's the Ritz-Carlton, or it is a horrific nightmare that you would never subject your parent or loved one to. I think the Ritz-Carlton might take issue. I just mean by what it costs. I know. They're, they're branding and marketing people, though, are going to take issue with this, because from what you've told me... and. In my limited experience, you know, my grandmother years and years ago, none of these places are Ritz Carlton. You know, it's, you know, even the best places, it's not, it's not great. You don't want to be in this situation because this is a horrible life event. But I'd like to take this example right here where you've got somebody, you know, dealing with the relative, um, trying to help them 
get into some sort of care, figure out a solution, you know, pretty severe dementia, you know, to the point where he said, you know, reciting his name and address is is difficult for this person. Um, So often we hear people say, if that ever happens to me, take me out back and shoot me. Correct. Right. This is the number one male response. It tends to be guys. And some female too. Uh, yeah, I've heard it, but it tends to be more guys. Take me out back and shoot me. Tell me right here in this situation what these people are supposed to do. Right? W- what do they do? I, I mean, they don't have an option. The take me out back and shoot me, that might have been this guy 20 years ago. It's not an option now. No. So now his kids are left dealing with... Does he continue to get round-the-clock care? It's costing ridiculous money, sucking out assets. Does he go into a facility? It, you know, there's not a real great answer. There's no great answer. The answer is it costs what it costs. In today's world, long-term care generally runs in any city like our city. It's going to run in the neighborhood on the low side. 85,000 for assisted living that's not memory care 80 85,000 on the high side when you get into memory care that's not the beginning of it but more advanced like my mother-in-law mm-hmm. this year it's $130,000. Yep. That's what it costs but I don't like statistics because it's more and everybody says this I remember and you've dealt with it but you know I've dealt with it more just specializing in long-term care insurance for going on 20 years now doing that long-term care talk for 20 years. It's hard to relate to someone listening to this podcast, but I hope someone is who's never dealt with it to hear over a couple hundred people tell you, whether they're clients or just people who know what I do. Here's my story. Just tell them, that's you listening, not you. Many of you people already have policy, but I'm hoping that this this podcast goes, as the kids say, viral. <laughs> we used to say share this podcast if you hear it with other people but now it's viral whatever but two hundreds of people all you need dave just share this story the story right. you just told and hundreds i've just heard yeah. like it this once they hear my story obviously they'll buy long-term care insurance and i'm like i don't have I don't even have the mental ability anymore to share everyone's story. I want to hear the story. I want to help anyone I can with advice. Mm-hmm. But the story has been shared. Guess what? Americans are living long. Whether you like it or not, most of us live into our 80s. Many of us live into our 90s. Some will hit 100. Well, yeah. and I mean, let's talk about that because you alluded to it earlier, just about the reasons why these long-term care insurance companies have have been losing money on these policies. I mean, one of the reasons is people are living longer and longer, and that leads to a much higher likelihood that you do have dementia or you do have you know some sort of illness that results in you needing care. You know, if if you were more likely a generation ago to drop dead of a heart attack than you are now, because you live past that potential event, it's more likely that you need care sometime in the future. So, I mean, that's one of the factors that's been contributing to a lot of these companies not making money on the policies. Right. Now, there are still companies that sell long-term care insurance and what's called the traditional. So, if you've worked with me, you're listening to this podcast and you bought long-term care insurance circa 2012, 
before and and, and earlier, you have traditional long-term care insurance. There's still a few companies that sell a good traditional long-term care policy. More companies are getting into the market of selling the hybrid, which is the combination of life insurance and long-term care insurance. What's right for you? My opinion, for most people I deal with, the traditional policies are still better. For some, maybe the hybrid makes sense, but I don't want to, this show, I don't feel like talking about the particulars. Most of you know that I do a long-term care insurance seminar, or if someone wants to talk about it, they can just, you can put them in touch with me and, and we'll talk about that stuff. Most of you can go to our website and people can go to the to the website and do all that stuff. But what's interesting about the company point of view is that they don't promote it. So who is promoting it? Yes, I have an infrastructure through Capital Retirement Strategies and people we work with. I'll give a shout out to Amy mm-hmm. here at the office who does all the the hard work following all my long-term care cases and you know, Jeff Pincus. If, if we had a prepter, I would make her come on mic. I'm not going to do it cold. If I had a prepter, <laughs> I'd have her come on mic and force her to talk, but I don't think she'd enjoy that. Yeah, but some people don't like to be on mic. Oh, I know. That's what do I'm we saying. Want, oh, I don't want to. I'm nervous to talk to the all those people listening to the podcast <laughs> impromptu. Right. But no, but and I and there's an infrastructure to do all these cases. There's an infrastructure to be able to do radio commercials and advertise that there's infrastructure you know to, oh. to do everything to make my job basically talking about it and meeting people and working and, and writing the cases yeah, but I, go ahead. I was gonna say you've got to have the expertise to understand you know each different case where it makes sense to do one policy versus another uh, there's a lot of people out there that pay lip service to this idea of yeah i think long-term care insurance is important but when it comes down to how do you actually do it, how do you actually implement it, they sort of leave it up to the clients to take care of it on their own. So, you know, I've talked with a handful of advisors who say, well, yeah, you know, I'm licensed to do long-term care insurance, but I don't really know how to do it. I do two or three policies a year. You know, I'm not really that knowledgeable in it versus having the infrastructure, like you said, to do dozens of policies per year well for and again within all that comes a it's honestly we'll call it a from a just a business point of view and then a broader point of view from my own personal business point of view as you know i do plenty of long-term care cases every year i don't need to do any more than i do i'm passionate about it i like doing them i like do the seminar but this is not like oh a sales pitch Right, because you know I do plenty of cases. I don't want to do any more cases than I do. I just they come in, people are interested, they need the help. I do it. I obviously, <laughs> I make money on that. I get a commission on a long term care policy. Right, everybody who does makes that commission. I'm not saying it's good, bad, or ugly, but for a podcast like this, if you know so you don't want to work with Dave Murray, you're in California. I call me up. Someone could call me. I'd be glad to give them advice. I'd try to find an advisor in the town you work in. Could right. I do? Uh, yeah, I could do other states and do it with you. Sure. But I'm I'm more about now. There needs to be more advisors who have this expertise. There need to be more people who need to realize this is this the most dangerous part of your retirement plan. Yeah. Because when it happens, and you're now facing, if you're my age and you're saying, "Wow, when I retire." That would suck to have to pay $108,000. You're sadly mistaken because when you're needing long-term care and you're 80, when I'm 80, I'm 56. 
Long term care is not going to cost one hundred eight thousand dollars. Right. Long term care is going to cost two hundred sixteen thousand dollars on average. On at average, least, at least, yeah. What's that going to do to your plan? Well, and this is part of. I mean, know, what the, the hundred eight thousand is not doable for many people without the insurance, obviously, because it's a huge chunk year after year. What happens when it? That's why there, this is not going to be something is, you're going to see a TV commercial on. You're not going to see insurance companies saying, you know what? Let's easily hit all those people watching this golf tournament right. with a commercial about someone, the, the someone my age, 56, seeing their parent with Alzheimer's in the TV commercial, pretty happy where the place they are, even though they can't communicate, and then a, a tear going down their eye because they have to kick them out because they can't afford it. You're not going to see that commercial. Why? Because they don't want to sell this stuff to you and with until it's profitable. So until it's really profitable, you're not going to see that kind of commercial. That doesn't mean because you don't see the commercial that you need to un- – don't realize what kind of tsunami we're looking at right. with the cost of care and how many people need it. Yeah. You know what? I got to review our records because you've talked about that potential commercial saying you could write this commercial in two seconds. Two seconds. That would sell a ton, a ton of stuff. But the insurance companies, they don't want to do that. That's They don't like that risk. They don't want to have that on their books. Um, and, and it also is jogging you know, in this discussion with this client that we were talking about. You know, he said, "Listen, we're talking to these facilities to get you know my relative in here, but they want to make sure that he's got some assets. So we've got to prove to them that he's got at least half a million dollars in assets. Otherwise, they don't want to talk to you. So you know, this is not an easy thing. You know, if somebody's going to spend down money, pay quite a bit for care, still have to have assets to get into a facility." It's just, it's not a great situation. Right. So I guess the bottom line from this whole podcast that I'm feeling these days is that I would like to see people who listen to this feel like they should pass this thing on to other people, this particular episode, and say, you should listen to this before you just say, oh, I don't, I heard that it's bad. Hmm. What about long-term care trips? I heard it's expensive. Right. Well, it's not cheap, but every case is different, and it needs to be. It is a design. It's a heavy design insurance. In other words, it's not like health insurance where here's your premium and everything you deal with after the copay doesn't work that way. You're designing money. It it requires some design. You can get a little bit of it. You can get more of it. it. To say it's just expensive off the cuff isn't really doing it justice, but every case is definitely mm-hmm. different. Um, you'll hear a million excuses not to get it. Sure. But the bottom line is this. Anyone listening to this who doesn't have long-term care insurance, what are you between the ages of 45 and 65? That's the time, prime time to get it. Are you healthy enough to get it? That requires talking to an advisor. Um, most people are, but you need to know that before you go in and start applying. What about assets? I think you need to have a net worth. I think you need to have a liquid net worth of $200,000. Forget yeah. about your net worth, including your real estate. Yeah, I think that would be a bare minimum because, frankly, if you've got $100,000 in, in liquid assets, it, it, you know that's not enough for retirement, let alone to pay for long-term care. And Medicaid is not a great solution, but you know if you've only got 100000 in assets, you've got more concerns than long-term care. You've got concerns about putting food on the table and paying the rent or the mortgage. So, yeah, I think at the minimum, a couple hundred thousand dollars in assets. Yeah, but when you're the right kind of case, 
And if your gut instinct is like, hey, <laughs> I think I need to look into it, look into it mm-hmm. from someone who knows what they're doing, as opposed to listening to the noise. And this is one of those internet things. You know, it's like internet's going to have its pros and cons, but there is nothing more compelling for all the pros and cons of the internet. Who comes to my long-term care seminar? Hey, my mom is in assisted living and it costs $100,000 a year. And what if that happens to me? That should not be the only or the major advertising point. Right. Because the bottom line are statistics that are well known in this business. And one of them is if you make it to 65, you have over a 70% chance of needing long-term care. And the other is if you live past 80, you have a 50-50 chance of Alzheimer's or dementia. These are not, these are, you know, basically odds that need to be dealt with in the, in the risk management part of our business. Um, And that's sort of the bottom line on that, I guess. All right, let's end it on that super cheery note right there. (laughs) (laughs) This is one of our most serious Uh, (laughs) on a very special Plan for Life Now podcast. Dave and Steve get serious. (laughs) All right, we will check back in with you next week. Thanks for listening.